Welcome to the University of Young Entrepreneurs. My name is Brandon Adams, lifestyle entrepreneur and inventor, passionate about helping others with creating something great and becoming unforgettable. Each week we discuss helpful tips on becoming a successful entrepreneur and interview other entrepreneurs and inspirational people. Our goal is to help take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the University of Young Entrepreneurs, and today I'm going to have some fun. I want to talk straight, full entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship and what does it even mean to be an entrepreneur and why you guys should do what you love and not do something just because of the money, and I'll explain to you why I had a bad experience with that and how it really didn't work out for me, but... I've learned over the past how many years that you need to do what you love in life and follow your passion, follow your dreams, and not do what other people tell you to do because shit don't work out right then. So first off, what is an entrepreneur? By definition, last time I checked, I believe it said being an entrepreneur is a calculated risk taker. Well risk taker in your mind as an entrepreneur it's no risk I mean we have an idea in your head we have an idea in our head we have this mission we have a, a job that we want to accomplish we have a business a product we want to excel at and succeed to launch on the market we have this idea and in our mind we will not fail we will do whatever it takes to succeed we will do anything. We will die trying. Success is our only option. Failure is not an option. And that's that's what we are. And if you're listening to this, you know exactly what that means. So would you consider it a calculated risk? No, I would consider it. I'm all in. It's going to happen. I don't give a shit what you guys say. I don't care what you think. I can't do, I'm going to do it. So that's kind of my outlook as being an entrepreneur. I mean, it's really not taking a risk. It's going with where your passion is, your heart, and you're not doing it just for the money. Because I can tell you what, I've done a lot of stuff. And being in product development, it's not just for the money, especially when you spend tens of thousands of dollars and you don't see any kind of return on it. I mean, you may not for five years. You're doing it because you love it, you believe it, and you see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, so let's start out. I hear a little bit about me. I've been, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I was born an entrepreneur. I grew up in the settings. Heck, when I was a kid, I was a lead salesman. I used to sell for. I did St. Jude's Bikeathon. I was the number one seller. I won a bike. Every year, I don't know if you guys know what Seiju's Bikeathon is, but it's for a great cause. You raise money for cancer victims, the St. Jude's uh, Hospital, and I did that. I went out, my dad helped me, and I went all over the place. And it, I actually got kind of ridiculous for the rest of the people because they always knew I was going to win. I'd win a new bike every year. So I did that. I, I was big into doing sales. I was a uh, number one seller for popcorn back when uh, I did Boy Scouts back in the day. Um, 
Heck, <laughs> I did everything. And I was always a guy that wanted to win a competition, whatever it was, whatever it was in life, doing sales, uh, math competitions, spelling bees. And even when I got into high school, I was uh, the captain of the football team. I was a guy trying to lift the most weights. I'd have the school weightlifting record for doing the most weight for squats, benching. I mean, whatever it was, I wanted to be better. I was competitive. I wanted to beat out the person across me. And that's how I grew up. And so I got to college. And I guess (laughs) going into college wasn't so great for me. I drank. I maybe did a little drugs, had a lot of sex, had fun, partied, did whatever I wanted. Well, it didn't work out so well at first because my first semester I got a 1.68 GPA and I about dropped out. Then I got to that point and said, Brandon, uh, I think you need to get your shit together and (laughs) get some good grades because do you want to drop out and be nobody or do you want to get a scholarship? Not a scholarship. Do you want to graduate from college, get your piece of paper and move forward? And before I'd went in college, I mean, my whole desire was growing up, I always wanted to buy my family business out. My dad grew up, he was an entrepreneur, he ran a packaged ice business. He sold ice, it was for Arctic Glacier Ice, called Adam's Ice, and I always wanted to buy that out as a kid, which I did. I actually bought him out a year ago, and that's one of the things I do, but I wanted to graduate from college and build up the Adam's Ice business, and have it build up forever. So that was that was kind of my vision in life. But in college, I I learned a lot of different things and I met a lot of different people. And well, that's kind of why, well, no reason why I did. I always say that many reasons why I did this podcast. But in college, I got a minor in, I got a minor in entrepreneurship. You cannot get a major in entrepreneurship in college. I can't find it. If there is, please call me and let me know about it because I couldn't find it. I was full-blown entrepreneur and I wanted to learn anything about developing an idea, a product, uh, doing something, I guess, risky, so take it. But So I, I did business class. I, I got a degree at Iowa State University, business management and a minor entrepreneurship. And, you know, the real-life situations you can't learn in college. You need to learn from people. You need to hear it from the people that have become millionaires, have become successful entrepreneurs, and did what they loved and created a great lifestyle around it. So it wasn't until about my junior year that I was introduced to, well, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, a great book. I was referred that book by Cactus Jack Berenger, a famous inventor, entrepreneur. He's been on Shark Tank, and uh, he's developed many products. Well, he ended up being my mentor and consultant for a while, and that's when I had went on to develop Arctic Stick, a product that I invented at Iowa State University in 2012, product to cool and flavor drinks. And he had helped different inventors develop their products. Well, he helped me. And he, I don't think he had any idea what he was getting himself into because he met a guy that was 
beyond motivated. I mean, this, I was ready to conquer the world and take anything on and nobody was going to beat me. So for a few years, he mentored me and I got introduced to everything in the world with product development, manufacturing, uh, just who you all know, got on some TV shows. I got some publicity. I, I became quite the entrepreneur. Well, what happened is I went on, kind of got sidetracked there, but what happened is after college, I went into ice business for, uh, worked for the family business from June to late that fall. And I had opportunity to work in corporate. I wanted to work on a larger level, still in ice business, but work for an air company and be a manager. I mean, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to see on the other side. I always said, I want to at least see what it's like to work in corporate and to be a part of that and get the experience. I figure I'd do a year and get out. Well, for what I didn't know is that corporate kind of ate me alive. It, it took me in. Since I have the drive to really conquer anything I want to take on the world, in my job in corporate, I wanted to climb the ladder and try to get to the top as soon as I can. And I wanted to get to the CEO and be one of the big, big shots. So I went in, went into corporate and worked in management within, let's see here, five months. I already had the opportunity to go up another stage, get a promotion, and take on from three distribution centers to go to nine, the whole state of Iowa, with uh, three surrounding states. So I had a large territory to cover, a large region. And I did. I, I kept going up. I, uh, I was working nonstop. And it was, I don't know if it was not so much money, it was just to conquer, to myself to everybody else especially being young I was 22 23 years old and the thing is I mean all I did was work I made a lot of money I was doing all kinds of stuff I mean at that point I was still running the family business I was working a full-time job in corporate I was selling real estate in the weekends because real estate is what paid for my product the arctic stick and I don't know I was probably doing some other side stuff just wheeling and dealing, trying to make some money to get through. And it got to the summer. This was, if I believe right, I think it was July 19th of 2013. It was the day it kind of changed my life. I, I, I remember very, very detailed. Um, what happened was I had been going probably, I don't know, six straight weeks without hardly any sleep. I was going four hours a night of sleep and uh, because I was working so much. I was traveling. I was driving all over. And I was just, I mean, I don't know how I made it. I looked back then. It was, I guess, a combination of caffeine. And back then I was actually, I guess, I think we're all kind of uh, full of a little ADD. I was prescribed Adderall for ADD at that time. And what Adderall does, if you don't know, it's basically makes you not sleep. And that's, I never did. I, I was always working and it made me focus more. I mean, I've always kind of been scatterbrained at times, but 
at that time I got prescribed for it and it helped me focus, but not only that helped me not sleep. And so I was working all the time, working the corporate job. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced, if you have, maybe you can do a shout out to me on Facebook, working over a hundred hour weeks. And yeah, that, that is physically possible. If you do the math on that, I was doing hundred hour weeks consistently week after week. And it, it gets to you. I mean, you, you hit a wire and, uh, one of the, the managers there had explained it to me. It's like when you pull a string, you pull a cable and you keep pulling it and it gets strained on. Eventually it's going to snap. Well, mine snapped. It, it did. So <laughs> what I was doing is I, I was driving, I was delivering ice for a, a special event and this was a, I think it was a Polk County event, Polk County days or something. I was driving on 235 in Des Moines and I had this old crap. It was a shitty small ice truck stick and it had no air conditioning in it. It was, I felt like the heat was going on, but I'm driving down the interstate and I had about 10 calls and all these calls were anywhere from Something wasn't going right. Uh, Brandon, you need to get this done. Then I think my dad called me and said that the truck broke down, which at that time I was part owner, so that was money on my pocket. And, I mean, everything was going wrong. Remember, I had control. I was managing probably, I don't know, maybe 40 people at that time and distribution trucks all across the state of Iowa. I had a lot on my shoulders. And I got off my last call. And I, I just was stressed out, sweating. It was hot. I was just going crazy thinking, Brandon, what, what the, what are you going to do? Like really, what, what am I going to do? And all of a sudden I, it started getting blurry. So I'm like, what's going on? I, I, I don't feel right. I pulled over and right then and there, after I pulled over, I put in park and my body just gave out. I like. I felt like I was having a seizure. I, I, uh, I couldn't breathe. I was hyperventilating. I was crying, which for me, I hadn't cried in a long time. Like, what is this? I was locked up. My whole body cramped. My hands locked. Like I couldn't move them. And, uh, felt like I was having a heart attack. And some may say, okay, you had a panic attack. Well, I think it was a combination between a panic attack, a heat stroke, and a mental breakdown, but it, what it did was just, it scared me, so I, I'm sitting there freaking out, just having this weird attack, and luckily I had my earpiece in, if you drive a truck, you have to have a earpiece in, and my secretary called me, and I, I couldn't use my hand, so I tapped my head on the thing, so it would answer the call, well, I answered the call, and it took me a couple of minutes to even get a word out because I was just screaming and hysterically sounded like nothing, like crazy. And my secretary was like, where are you at, Brennan? Where are you at? And eventually I got out, highway, highway, and I'm kicking out the window trying to put a blinker on. And it, I mean, any other time, somebody would have seen it. But no, when it, it's most needed, it's not. So all these cars are driving by. Nobody stops. Nobody stops. And I'm freaking out like I think I'm dying. And 
what happened was I, it got so bad. I thought I was going to pass out, but I sat in the line and I don't know if you guys ever had this low point. And they always say when you're going to die, they say that you think about the person you love or something really comes to you. Well, at that point, my dad, I, I've always loved my dad and he's been the closest to me. I thought of my dad and I said to my secretary, her name was Sandy. I said, Sandy, tell my dad I love him. And I thought I was, I literally thought I was going to die there. And luckily I'm still here to tell the story, but I didn't. The ambulance came and they had to pull me into the ambulance there. And like I came undone, I was able to move again and breathe and they did my blood pressure and it was skyrocketed. They're like, we need to take you to the hospital. But for me, what I'm thinking is, no, I need to go to work. I need to get back to work. I need to do my stuff. I don't have time for this bullshit. And I somehow conned uh, my coworker to say, hey, he'll take me to the hospital. And uh, anyways, yeah, okay, as long as he takes to the hospital. I'm like, okay, good. Well, I got in, got in the pickup truck. I said, I ain't going to the hospital. Take me and get some water. I'm going back to work. <laughs> so I never went to the hospital. I didn't, I didn't want to spend the money for the medical bills. I mean, what are they going to do for me? Do some tests and say, okay, you're good to go now? Well, I I was going to waste my time for that. So what I did is went back to work, and I went to work till midnight that night. I kept working. I had actually... Since that would happen, my boss in Omaha came down to see what was all going down. And he actually worked with me. He said, you need to get some more sleep, this and that. And he left. And then it was midnight. I'm sitting in the office there, the the warehouse. It was outside of Des Moines there. And I'm by myself. And I'm thinking, wow. I'm kind of in a low point. I'm, I think I hit rock bottom. I had basically this weird breakdown. I thought I was going to die today. I really don't know who to call. You think about it, you know, when something like that happens, you have a person to call. Well, I didn't know who to talk to because my friends didn't call me anymore because they, they got tired of calling me because I always said I was working. Eventually they were like, why call him? He's going to be working anyways. So you get to that point where, you lose contact from the world because you're so stuck and you're working and you're just doing your job. You're trying to make money. And really, it's like you're trying to be the richest man in the grave. And that's what I almost was. Yeah, I made a lot of money, but was I happy? No. So after that day, I mean, I kept working with corporate. And it wasn't until another life event happened that I realized, like, shit, man. You know, life's too short. <laughs> life's too short not to conquer and do what you want in life. I woke up one day in a hotel room and he had a call from my dad and he said that your friend, uh, Lee's his name, Lee was killed in a car accident. I said, what? And I, I, I hung up the phone just like in that song. Uh, it's by a song. It's called Drink a Beer. But I hung up the phone and I didn't know what to think. So I called my mom and I said, Mom, is is this true? It, I mean, what's what's wrong? Yeah, I'm sorry, Brennan. Lee passed away this morning. And I thought, what? What? 
How, how is that even possible? Is this a joke? Is this a dream? What, what's going on? Well, it turns out my friend died in a car accident and I don't, it just hit me because not only did it hit me hard because he's my friend, but it was the fact that I had drove on the road so much working that there would be times I'd fall asleep and a couple times I'd wake up in the ditch and it'd scare the shit out of me. And I thought to myself, that should have been me. Why Why him? That should have been me that got killed. Why is it him? And that that really took a toll on me. And a couple of experiences really made me think, why do I work so hard? What is my purpose in life? What do I want to achieve on this earth? Why am I here? And we all may think that at times. Why are we here? What is our purpose? Well, I decided my purpose wasn't to work for another company. And it wasn't until six months later. It was hit in the first week in February. I decided I was going to leave corporate. I went, drove all the way to Omaha and said, I'm leaving. I'm going to pursue my dream. I'm going to go full-time launching my product, Art Stick. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it full bore. And that's what I did. And ever since then, I never looked back. I'm a full entrepreneur. And you know what? I love it. I had that corporate experience. And anybody listening out there, if you're in the corporate world, if you like what you do, that's awesome. That's good. I'm not going to go down in corporate. But if you don't and you need that edge, somebody to say, hey, dude, it's all right. You can launch. Dude, I'm that guy. I'm all right. You know, if you you need that little pep talk, fuck it. Take it to the next level. Get the hell out of corporate and go pursue your dreams. Because I always say at the end of the show, go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. Because life's too short not to. That's so true. Think about that. Life is too short not to. We only live once. And... It's like a time bomb. I mean, we don't have so much time on this earth. So why not create something great while we're here? Why not become the most unforgettable person that achieves the greatest in this world that can affect lives beyond our lives, that can affect people that are still not born hundreds of years from now, that builds a legacy, a legacy that is never forgotten, that you are known for, that you are known to be the great person that you can be. Everybody has it, just not many people pursue it. So learn from my mistakes, from working for the wrong reasons, for money and not for passion. Go out there and do what you love in life. Create something great, become unforgettable. Follow your dreams with whatever it is. I don't care what it is. I don't care you want to be a fireman, you want to be a doctor, you want to go out and start your new business, a coffee shop, or be like me and launch a product to the market, or go and inspire people. Whatever it is, become great at it. Become a master at your craft and excel at it and spend every day of your life focusing on creating the best thing you can in life. So what my message is to you is don't do something you don't love. Don't do it just for the money. Follow your passion, follow your love, go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable. I'm Brandon Adams. 
I hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you guys later.